One of the most frustrating experiences in life is to be struggling with something in our life, our career, our relationship, our finances, self-sabotage, lack of motivation, addictions, um, not reaching our purpose. And we're searching everywhere for the answer. We're reading books, we're going to seminars, we're working with a counselor or a coach, but we just can't seem to get to the source of the problem. We might get some temporary relief, a, a symptom-based relief, but we can't, one, find the source of the problem, and two, heal and overcome the source of the problem. Well, I'm going to change that for you today. I'm going to show you exactly why emotional... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mastery is your answer. Why it gets to the source of the problem and heals the source of the problem. And that's why all those other things that you're trying aren't giving you the solution you're looking for. Okay? So the first thing I want you to do is regardless, whatever you're struggling with, finances, health, career, self-sabotage, lack of motivation, relationship issues, parenting issues, um, fear of failure or success, anxiety, depression, whatever it is you're struggling with, any life situation, I don't care what it is, bring up all of that frustration. Bring up the anger, the sadness, the confusion, the helplessness, the hopelessness. Think about the last time you went to say no to somebody and couldn't say it. The last time you got in a fight with your partner, the, the financial situation and you can't find a solution to it, your cancer, your lupus, whatever, your COVID, whatever illness you have. Think about the most recent situation and I, I'm going to walk you through how to find the solution of what's the source of the problem is. Ask yourself this, what are the feelings I'm feeling? Make a list of them. List them all out. Anger, sadness, frustration, angst, all of it. And then ask yourself, where in my body do I feel it? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your chest? Is it in your head? Is it in your throat? Do you feel it in your shoulders, your legs? Where in your body do you feel all of those emotions? Now, maybe several places that you're feeling it. But really identify and connect to that one, the words you're using to describe the, you know, the feeling words, and then two, where in your body you feel it. Now, the next question you ask yourself is, what's your first memory of having this exact same feeling? First thing that comes to your mind. Do you see it? Almost with everybody. It's childhood. They may remember something from the week before, and then maybe that's you a week or a couple years before. Then I ask, okay, when's the next one? It'll always result back. Every single time with all of us, it'll result back to a time in childhood where we got shamed, belittled. We were told we weren't good enough. We were embarrassed. It would be some sort of situation like that for everybody. That's the source of your illness, 
your disease, your relationship problem, your financial problem, your lack of motivation, your life purpose, every bit of it, every single piece of any struggle you ever have in life, you walk yourself through those questions, it'll always tie back to traumatic moments in childhood that have never been healed and they're replaying themselves. It's called the worst day cycle. It's what I discovered. I can sit with anyone when I do my breakthrough phone calls. I start off, tell me a little bit about yourself as a person. Tell me what you're struggling with. I ask them these questions and literally in about 12 minutes, less than 15, just depends how, how much of their story they want to tell. I ask them these questions, boom, we get right to the answer and they just, you know, for many, they break down crying. They're like, my God, I had no idea I was replaying my childhood over and over. So and recently went through horrific abandonment. Um, it was always kicked out of the house by his father, by his stepfather, by his mother. Well, he's been in relationship after relationship where the women in his life kick him out. Just keeps reliving it. Didn't understand why. In just a couple minutes, boom, now he sees the source of his problem. And it's the same for you. Health issues. What are, it's like, it reminds me of a client I had several years ago. She came to me. Um, she'd just been diagnosed with cancer. I went through the same exercise and I said, so, you know, when you, when you bring up, you know, all the emotions around cancer, what do you feel? She's like, oh, frustration. Where do you feel that? Right here. What other things in your life are frustrating? And she went on things about her marriage, her, her work life, kids, all these frustrations. And every time I'd ask her, I'd go, so where do you feel it? And she kept putting her hand right here over and over and over and over. And see, when you deal with health issues, people don't like to believe that it's a result of childhood trauma. They, no, 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 it can't be that. It, it, it can't be that. It's, it's the environment. It just happened. And so I, I asked them that. I asked them to repeat it over and over five, 10, 15, 20, 30 times so that when I finally say, as she kept doing this, I finally asked her, Where's your cancer? She broke down in tears right here. She's all that emotional trauma she'd never dealt with is what caused her cancer. It happens to everybody. As soon as we started healing that, her doctors are like, what are you doing? Your numbers are through the roof. You shouldn't be recovering. We haven't done this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As much, you know, treatment, how are you getting so better? That's why. It's the same for you. It's everybody. And here's why emotional mastery and why it's different than any program out there and why it gets to the source and why cognitive behavioral therapy doesn't work, um, why all the other processes, while they have great aspects to them and they're all helpful, they are just topical solutions. They'll give you momentary relief, but they don't get to the source of the problem. And that's what sets emotional mastery apart. It deals with the root of the problem. And isn't that what we want? We want to heal the problem and not have it anymore. We don't want to keep repeating it. So here's why we will, those, that pain from childhood that none of us want to admit or talk about or deal with, oh, it doesn't matter. It's all in the past. I'm over it. Well, obviously you're not. And here's why. To do that, I have to tell you a little bit of the science of how the brain and body works and why this happens to all of us. Like none of us are bad. 
This is a human condition because we've never taught emotional mastery. We keep repeating this. And that's why I do what I do is I want to break that phenomenon. We, it doesn't have to be this way. As we modern neuroscience shows, we can create neuroplasticity. The brain can change. We can totally alter the human species so that we no longer do this to ourselves. We just need the information and then we all need to learn it and pass it down to the next generation. And eventually this process that everybody's stuck in will be gone from society. So this is, we are, anyone who pursues this, you're the start of that change in the whole human dynamic of how we process and relive our pain against ourselves. So the first thing to understand the science behind it is how our species works. We have two inherent needs as a species. The first one is attachment. We're the only species that if we don't physically and emotionally attach to another human being, we'll die. They discovered that, I believe it was Poland. They would separate kids and all the kids were dying. As soon as they gave them care and attention, you know, in foster homes. Um, and that's when they discovered, oh, wait a minute. We must physically and emotionally attach to another human being. It's essential to life. You can feed the baby, feed, you know, feed us, give us water, but we need that physical and emotional connection. The second thing we need is the pursuit of our authenticity. This is our individuality, who we're meant to be, what I call our inherent power, our own morals and beliefs, our own needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables, who it is we're meant to be and express in the world. Well, look at yourself. When you asked yourself about that pain you felt and the first memory and that moment, what happened in that moment? Well, all of us in childhood, we're either told directly or indirectly that we were bad, wrong, we had no worth. And the proof of that is, think about it, whenever you went to express your individuality, what did our parents do? No, don't do that, wham. All right, now think of the instance I shared with the gentleman who keeps picking the women who leave him. All right, what he learned was to get attachment. He had to do everything for everybody else. That was the only way he could survive in childhood. Yet they would discard him no matter what, and they would take all of their problems out on him. Another client who couldn't say no, her mother, did the exact same thing. There was a divorce. And um, the mother told, the, told her daughter all the details, how bad the husband was. She, she basically made her daughter a um, surrogate spouse. She shared all this adult information that was totally inappropriate to tell a young child and made the daughter now responsible emotionally for mom. And so she couldn't live on her own. She couldn't make her own decisions, take care of herself. She's constantly feeling like, no, no, no. Anytime I go to pursue my authenticity, my morals and values, my needs and wants, I'm bad because my job is take care of, in this case, mom. All right. This happens to all of us in childhood. Think through in your childhood how you had to change who you were. In my situation, alcoholic mother. Well, my mom would be sober four to six weeks, and then literally a walking coma for seven to, day, seven to 10 days. Well, every single male friend and uh, woman I'd get in a relationship, just like my mom, out of the blue, one day, boom, gone. Just gone. No explanation. Just disappear in my life. We seek it out, and here's why. 
in those moments of perfect imperfections, I'm not saying our parents are bad. I'm not telling you to divorce your parents and hate them. I am asking that we get honest and we get out of the denial and we admit that all of our parents and us as parents, you're doing this to your children just because you're perfectly imperfect. We don't teach how to be a parent. And even if we did, you're human. You're going to make mistakes. We all traumatize our kids. Everyone does. And everyone's been through trauma and we will pass it on. There's just no stopping that. So the first step is admitting that that's true. That's, that, that's happened to all of us. And what happens in that moment is it creates a massive emotional chemical explosion in our brain and body. All right. And that creates something called a neural pathway. What it really is, is an emotional chemical addiction in our brain and body. And it's addiction. Here's why. It takes tremendous energy for our brain to do when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply anything. And so the way it tries to conserve energy is it tries to do something it's already done. Well, you wonder why you keep going on this same, like I just popped into my head, Jay, he's in my book, a real estate agent who would go boom, bankruptcy, boom, you know, tons of money, bankruptcy, go on this loop. Well, that was his childhood. See, when we have that big, massive chemical addiction, our brain gets addicted to it and it goes, oh, I know this. It doesn't know right from wrong. It knows known versus unknown. And I had another client this week or a a prospective client call me. They're going through abuse and their exact words were, I'm afraid to change because this is comfortable. They're being abused and they don't want to leave, even though they know the answer is they need to leave. But their brain is addicted to the comfort of knowing this emotional chemical addiction of reliving the abuse they went through in childhood and now with the relationship they have. That's why people don't change because our brain goes, oh no, 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 no. Let's keep reliving all this pain and trauma because we know it. We're still here. We're alive. See, our, our brain can't process truth. It just knows this is survival. I've made it. Let's keep doing it. Let's not change a damn thing because then I don't have to work. I can sleep. And that creates the worst day cycle. What we all do is we repeat that trauma against ourselves. And remember, here's why. Remember what we had to give up? Our authenticity, our inherent power, right? It was taken from us in those traumatic moments. It was squashed, whether it was sexual abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, just unkind words, just your a divorce is abandonment. That's a loss of power. Uh, if your parents had an addiction, if they had any health issues, like all of these things contribute to that. And so what happens is in those moments, because we need attachment, we have to sacrifice our inherent power. We have to give ourselves away and drop our authentic pursuit in life. And the way we get that power back is now as an adult, we have the power of choice. 
We're no longer under a parent's roof, even though almost all my clients and almost most people can't, still can't stand up to their parents. Their parents still run their lives or they stuff when their parents say something crazy and they're wrong. They know they can't challenge them because they'll lose attachment. And so even if they're 40, 60 years old, they're around their parents and they're losing their authenticity all day long. They can never be their authentic selves. That was the case with me. I could never express my deepest thoughts with my dad. He would never accept them. That happens to all of us. So the way we get our power back, it's a subconscious process, is we then choose to relive these situations against ourselves. As I say to people who call me with relationship problems, I know I could put any man or woman, regardless of what's happening in their relationship, in a room of 20,000 other, you know, say you're a woman, I could put you in a room with 20,000 men, all of them would be gorgeous, you know, proficient, safe, strong, make good money, all of that. And there'd be one, I'd put one in there. That's just like the abandonment, the abuse, the imper imperfect childhood you experienced. And like radar, you'd come out and go, yeah, they're all sexy. They're all great. But there's just something about this one guy. Remember what I said, it's an emotional chemical addiction. And so all attraction is, if you're ever attracted to somebody, literally both people, their brain and body went, oh my God, I get to relive the exact same hopelessness, powerlessness, confusion of my childhood. That's the butterfly feeling. That's all anyone's after is reliving that trauma against themselves. Now, it doesn't mean it's bad. But if you don't have emotional mastery, if you don't know the skills and tools of why you picked this person, if both people aren't pursuing that together, then yes, that's why the divorce rate is over 50%. Because we destroy each other. We point the finger instead of realizing, oh no, I picked this trauma for the opportunity for me to regain my authenticity. We're just missing emotional mastery to do that. And so we destroy each other. But see, I chose this person. So now I'm in power of it. And everyone will say, oh, I didn't choose them. I didn't know they'd have this. Well, that's not true. I mean, in the case of women, as I say this all the time, the dating dynamic has always been men chase, women say yes or no. You got hit on 5,000 times that year and you said yes to this one. He's not the problem. And men, same goes for you. You're trying to tell me she's the problem? Well, you hit on 20,000 women a year. This is a sign of who you pick. It's not about her. I, don't tell me she's the problem. I mean, I'm not denying that she's imperfect and does things that are less than nurturing and less than kind, but you picked it. And that's because of your own unhealed trauma. You are trying to regain the power that you lost in childhood, but you're doing it in a self-destructive manner because you haven't healed the original source of the trauma and created a new emotional chemical addiction that creates a new neural pathway that now creates a new attraction to somebody that won't relive the trauma. That's emotional mastery. That's the process I teach. One, you have to identify what's the pain you're in. Where do you store it in your body? What are the feelings associated? And this is what's fascinating too. Like when I do my breakthrough calls and I'll ask them, so what are the feelings? I'll list it out. And then I won't walk them into it yet. Say, tell me a little bit about childhood. It's uncanny 
how when they talk about how there was divorce, addiction, whatever it was in childhood. And I'll go, so what was it like? And they, you know, what was it like experiencing all that? And they literally, the feeling words that they use to describe whatever their problem is, what they're struggling with and how it, how frustrating it is to not be able to say no, to be in an addiction, to fear failure or success, the self-sabotage, lacking, um, not reaching their potential, not knowing their life purpose. And they describe those feeling words. When I ask them about their childhood, they will use the exact same words to describe their childhood. So what was that like? Oh, it felt restrictive. It felt confining. I felt used. I felt raped. A woman who'd been raped. It's just, we're literally screaming at ourselves the answer. What people don't realize is all we, all language is, is an attempt for us to share our emotional condition, but we've never been taught how to listen to it. We think it's words, but you can be talking about the weather and the words you use to describe the weather will tell me about your emotional condition, which tells me about the unhealed trauma from your childhood. It's everybody. None of us are immune from it. We're all in this together. None of us are bad. We're all perfectly imperfect. The struggle is we've had a society that refuses to talk about this. We want the superficial happy solutions. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to go there. As I use several examples in my book of people that didn't want to and eventually decided to you know, heal this stuff and their lives have transformed because of it. But it's very normal because for centuries we haven't taught emotional mastery. And so our brain and body goes, nope, I have no life experience, no emotional chemical addiction to tell me that this is, you know, th that, that allows me not to work. And so I don't want any part of that. And so the first step, as I said, is what are you feeling? Where in your body do you feel it? What's your first memory or memories? It's usually several. The next step is then you have to do the recovery work on those emotions. That's grief, sadness, tears, a lot of rage. And most people are like, well, I'm not even angry. I know. I know you're not. And that's the problem. Because what you suffered is unspeakable. And it's awful that that was done to you, yet you gave away your authenticity so much and you gave yourself to serve them, to get attachment so much, you don't even feel worthy of anger. It's heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. And most people are like, oh, I don't even want to go there because it feels like a betrayal of our parents. Oh, I could never think and feel that way about my parents because we need that attachment so bad. Yet the thing is they discover when they do this work, they actually get real attachment. It's not the false where they have to give themselves away. And even if their parents never accept their side of the street, they feel peace. They do. Every single client feels an attachment that's more um, real, authentic, connected, loving than they ever had before. That's how you get there. Now, the whole process of moving through that, creating the emotional chemical addiction and creating the new one, that's, <laughs> I have university courses, 12-week courses to teach people to become their own expert. Like, you know, 
basically my job is to make you me for you, your own coach. That's the other problem with all the other processes out there. Like I did this interview for this great woman. She does this kind of work. She does very good at it. And I asked her, how did she get into this? And she was at a Tony Robbins event. And, and there was a woman there who was an attorney. And this young woman was becoming an attorney because of her parents. Not because she wanted to, but because of her parents. And um, this woman talked about, you know, she was in her 60s. And in that moment with Tony, um, he helped her see, you know, she was finally ready to let it go, to drop the false attachment and, and the loss of authenticity and stop becoming a lawyer and pursue who she was. And as she sat and watched it, she knew it was her story. You know, she was in her 20s. She's like, that's me. I don't want that. And I said, so what did you think and feel? And she said, you know, I was just amazed. And I was wondering, how did he do that? And that's the problem. He didn't teach her. He didn't teach the audience how to do it for themselves. And now it makes everyone reliant on the teacher for the answer. That's not emotional mastery. That's not helping somebody. That's creating a dependent while it's helpful, she looked, she gained tremendous benefit. Both of them did. You know, the 60-year-old woman left a career and, and a life that wasn't hers. Like, what a gift he gave her. Please don't misunderstand me. He saved her life. And, and he sent somebody else on a tremendous path to, to save their life. But he didn't teach them the process of how to do it for themselves. So I want to recap again. There's a solution to end the confusion the frustration, the hopelessness, and helplessness. The answer is emotional mastery. And the beginning stages are, one, ask yourself, what are the feelings? Go onto Google, print off a feelings list, because most people are so detached from their body, they can't even, like when I ask people, what are you feeling? They give me a story. They can't tell me the feeling, because they so suppress their authenticity, they can't feel themselves anymore. Okay? And I have to quick pop this in. This is why feelings matter and cognition don't. Our brain formed in three, in three pieces. Intuition first, emotion second, cognition third. Everyone out there is teaching cognition, yet we got here because of intuition and emotion. This is our soul. This is our guidance system. Yet every process is teaching you how to be cognitively aware. Change your thoughts. Waste of time. We, we intuit and we feel before we ever think. Antonio Damasio proved that. We feel before we think. If you aren't pursuing emotional mastery and you're trying to pr pursue any process that is just thought-based, you're working on the surface, you're ne you will never get to your full potential. It's not possible. The answer is here. And that's what emotional mastery gets you. It gets you out of the cognition, away from all that junk, and gets you reconnected with the source. This is your authenticity, intuition, and emotion. Okay, so the process, once again, what am I feeling? Get a feelings list. Get reconnected to your intuition and your emotion. Where in my body am I feeling this or places in my body? What are my, what's my first memory or memories of having these feelings? Any life situation you come up with, ask those. You will always get a memory of a traumatic event, a less than perfect event from your childhood. That's the source. 
that's being replayed in this moment so you could be 55 years old and you're staring at your best friend, your wife, your coworker, your boss, your child, and you're screaming at them just like when you were six years old. All that stored rage. You're not an adult in that moment. It's called the adapted wounded child. All of us are stuck in our adapted wounded child. That's all the turmoil you see in the world is people basically stuck between the ages of about four and 10 emotionally. And that's why we have all this discord. So if you wanna learn the full process to turn this around, that's my university program and working with people individually. Just use the link to set up the free breakthrough phone call and I can walk you through that process and show you exactly how to get the emotional mastery so you can put an end to all of this pain. You can live in your inherent power, your authenticity, and reach your full potential, which all of us deserve.